This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Um, Jürgen, sadly, uh, the only question is going to be about the, what hopefully everybody in this room will see as the unacceptable abuse of one of your players, especially this week on, on social media. Um, how do we go forward? What, what's, what's your view on that? Uh, it's disgusting. It's uh, another example for a um, for something what should absolutely not happen, and um, we should not we should not see it as a a Chelsea thing or a Liverpool thing. So it's a it's a another another sign for something is going wrong a little bit in a moment outside there. But it's still only a, a few people are doing it. But um, the stronger the reaction is from all the rest, from all of us, um, the more it probably will help to to avoid things like this in the in the future that's why i said that these guys now it's not always and happen in other in other parts of life as well but these guys now are football fans so if you do something like that you should not be allowed to enter a stadium again from my point of view in your life because it's just a completely misunderstanding of how life should be all parts of, of racism, all, all kinds of ra- racism are just that some people think they are more worth or whatever valuable than, than others. And that's the biggest misunderstanding um, in the world out there. And um, as a f- and I'm a football manager, so it's difficult to, to talk about all the rest. But I can say as a, as a part of the football community, I can say these people should not be involved because football is the best example for how, uh, how different... Um, people, different races, different everything can work together brilliantly because go in each dressing room out there in the, in the world of football and you find them all sitting there together next to each other and nobody cares about where it's coming from, where, where who your parents were, whatever. They're all interested, but it's not never an issue. And so um, that's what I can say. You know, they should not be at least... And it's not football is not the most important thing in the in the world, but at least they should not be allowed to be part of the football community um, again. And so they did it now, but hopefully that's this would be um, a void that somebody is doing something like this again. And because football is very public, eh? we talk a lot about this, and not only in the moment, but over the, all over the year. So I think we have pretty much a strong voice um, in that, and we have to use that strong voice. We have to show that we all together. Think the same. Things like this are not allowed to happen again. I know uh, my colleagues will probably want to ask you about this, so if you don't mind, I move just back to the football and this match of this weekend. Seen by some as possibly the last big team in it has come because they're up there and the others aren't, I suppose. So how do you, how would you see that? Chelsea is a really good moment, so that's the most important thing for me to know because we had now two opportunities to watch them during the week. We had them on Monday against West Ham, less than I watched them, of course, in, in Prague. Um, and they're really in a good moment, that's the truth. And they, they could make, seven, I think, seven changes, I'm not 100% sure, seven changes between the two games. So rest a lot of players and still um, won the game last night. Um, have now a good position in the European League as well, so that's, that's uh, the case. And yeah, Chelsea in good shape. Azai in very good shape. Uh, that's a that's a, a a big game for us. Obviously, not not an easy one. We know that. But 
Come on, we're in a good shape as well, and it's um, it's Anfield, and um, I said it a few times, we have to create the power of Anfield and to use the power of Anfield again. Um, I'm so happy with uh, with our crowd, with our supporters, how they deal with everything in the last uh, in the last months and maybe years since. I mean, it's really it's really great how we all develop together, and this is a good moment to show all the improvement and put all the positive. Um, vibes and energy in this game, not because it's the last big one, because we have only big games, no, because the only one we play this weekend. And um, and it's against a very strong opponent, and we need all our resources, all our sources to, <laughs> to, 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 to win it, and that's obviously the target. And in terms of maybe the atmosphere and the feeling, both from yourself and the players and the fans, there's... Whether I suppose we like it or not, there's a feeling of deja vu because it's Chelsea and because Manchester City are in the race and because it's this crunch game. So how do you shake off the shadows of, of what has gone previously? How do you maybe change expectations or perceptions or whatever it might be from that Chelsea match in 2015? <laughs> hey, I'm not sure if that's in anybody's mind apart from yours, to be honest. So if, I, I, never, I didn't think a second about it. I heard about that. Incident, if you want. The fans do talk about it, though. Do they? Do they? Yeah, then I can tell all the fans out there, ignore it. It's nothing to do with us. It's absolutely, it's a completely new story. Uh, things happen once in a lifetime, sometimes twice, and sometimes never. So that's how it is. It's all about the, the, the game on Sunday. It has nothing to do with any games before. I don't know how many Chelsea players are still involved in the game. Oh, Salah, yeah. No, then we changed it completely. I would say now he's on our side, um, and maybe a couple of from our from, from on uh, in my team. Maybe Hendel was involved. Hendel wasn't, involved uh, that day. wasn't. So probably if he would have been involved. So everything changed. So everything. So then I, don't know, I can't. Only the colours and the names of the teams are the same, pretty much. So and that's. Yeah, it's 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 all good, and um, we, I'm completely positive about the game, and not about the result because I know we have to work really hard for it. But uh, I'm, I know I, I like the game on um, on Tuesday night, um, the start of the game, the direction we had, and all that stuff. There were so many good moments in this game that showed we are really in a, in, a, in a good shape. We have to be in a good shape in this moment because we have really big targets. That's clear, but we are. And that's what we have to show again, and we have to really to fight for it and not think about. Um, um, and anybody who wants to talk to any of my players about what happened, I don't know how many years ago, don't do it. Just forget it. It's uh, we we want to to write our new our own history, and that's uh, if you do that, then you can only build on the positive of the past, learn from the negatives of the past, but don't. Um, try to avoid the, the mistakes of the past because that always leads in the wrong direction. We have to do it really positive, really front-footed. That's how, how we did it the whole season. Yeah, and hopefully we can do that on Sunday again. Just on Jordan Henderson, Jürgen, uh, how, how easy a decision is it to continue to play him in that role further forward? And can you also sum up the kind of impact that his attitude has on the dressing room overall as well? Oh, that's good. We do that now from from now on all the time. I players come in my office and ask for another position, and they play there. <laughs> There's no problem. So um, 
It's a, a brilliant. Uh, we, 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 actually, it's true. We had that talk. We had that talk, and um, then it's all about. I, I'm, I'm not maybe not that silly, but I knew that he can play the position. That we had the need on the on, on the other position, so he played there really well. But you could see now that he wants. He's really was really high energetic. I would say really lively. Was a bought a game against Porto. Wow. Um, and um, so, yeah, no problem. That's my, my job to, 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 to bring the players in their strongest position, if possible. If not, then you have to play in another position. So that's how it is. And the best news is you, you still play. So that's good. And how is that? He played really a lot of fantastic games on, on, on the, the slightly deeper um, six. But um, yeah, it's not difficult to, that he's now in contention for an eight because with a performance like Porto, yeah, of course, that was pretty high level, honestly. And I would imagine it's satisfying to have a decision to make a centre half again now as you have full fit centre halves ready to play and challenging each other for that start of not. Yeah. Yeah, we have always to make decisions, so not a surprise. Yeah, could could. Good idea. Um so it's like this with with, with Joe I Having Joe around is always it's, it's, it's a very difficult situation because he's what a wonderful footballer he is, but he needs time and he had, he had not a lot of injury, but he had injuries in the last couple of years and we have to make sure that he's 100% fit. As long as the other boys are all fit and stuff like that, yeah, Joe needs, we gave, can give Joe the time to train and maybe to, 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 to get some match practice in, in, uh, practice in other in other games. We will see how we can do that exactly. I'm not 100% sure, but uh, we will need Joe in the past, in the last um, part of the season. Um, yeah, on good, day did brilliant. Eh? It was, they played a really good game after quite a while uh, being out for, um, for injury reasons. And um, But it was so important to us that, that Joel and, and Birch could play through that period without Joe and without Dejan. And Fabinho had to play um, in the centre half as well. So we had a uh, few problems and the boys did they're always really good with it. Now we don't have a problem in this moment with, um, with these kind of injuries. So we have the choice to make and that means everybody needs to show in training or in the games um, um, what makes most sense for me to 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 or gives us the biggest opportunity or possibility to win the next game, and that's all what I what I think about. And um, the more players we have for that, the better it is. Yeah, you talk about the fans and raising the power of Anfield. Have you noticed a change in their in their approach this season? I know you weren't here five years ago, but five years ago they would be lining the streets, there'd be flares, there'd be celebration in anticipation of hope. But when you talk about that power, do you think that they changed with the team this season? So if I can compare it with, uh, I have no idea how it was five years ago. I feel, I feel the, the 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 positive energy, and I really think it's a massive change. It's from from being from being surprised that we are um, up there to getting used to it and more and more confident maybe um, that's all that's all a process it's a it's a, it's a big process so and um, so that's good but uh, what I said um, the, the equalizer against Tottenham was for me the the not the equalizer itself but like we say the five ten seconds after it was for me the best moment for a long long time in the stadium the reaction we showed there was unbelievable and so that gave us the opportunity to do it on the pitch as well and that shows, of course, that we, we, we feel as one group in the moment, 100% as one group, together with the supporters. Really, that's 100% the truth. And really feel this, you're not only not walk alone, you are never alone in these, in these situations. And we, we want to 
do it for all of us. That's how it is. We, we try with all we, we have in a very positive way. We try to, to, to keep this dream alive. That's, that's how it is. And, um, and um, yeah, in a moment it's all good, but it doesn't make the, the, the games not easier. They are still very difficult. And Chelsea is in a really good moment. We can talk a lot about us and what everything happened during the year and because the results were that good. And, and over the years we had so many international good games, um, fantastic home games. Also. Doesn't mean anything for for Sunday. That's still Chelsea comes here and they want to get three points um, to 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 make sure that they will win the Champions League next year, and um, that's the job to do. But yeah, we don't ignore the, the the wipes. We 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 try to use them. That's and maybe to give them even a um, a little bit of a boost um, with the things we do on the pitch. That's all we can do. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Given a similar sort of question, actually, uh, with each win and the closer you get to your targets, the sort of expectation among the fans, the excitement really, as you spoke of, grows. Um, And with the 29-year wait, how does that kind of sit with the players, the staff, the fans and, and the club as a whole? Oh, I don't think that our fans depends on this moment like this. They know exactly. It's not like we win a game and then yes, only five to go or whatever. They know that there are still five to go. So that's a pretty sensible to, uh, way to to think about it. Um, it's it's all like it should be, but it's not. It's not that it's growing like crazy. And now we have again. So there are people out there. They probably will tell us. So we have 82 points in this moment and probably a few more at the end of the season. Um, and that's a historical season. It's historical. If you in a lot of other seasons, you would be champion with that. But that's how it is. If we cannot say by yeah, ninety something, we would have been champion with that. It's not important because we are now in the situation. We had to win all these games, and we had to make sure that we don't lose a lot of games. And we had to. We needed this long run of positive results to be in a position because our opponent is Manchester City, and they played. I think it was uh, yeah, the FA Cup semi-final and brought from the bench, if I'm right, De Bruyne, Sané and Fernandinho. Wow, that's a nice bench. And left out, I don't know who. Um, and that's, that's, the, that's the situation. I really, that's a really strong... Nobody is um, hoping or whatever. Everybody's ready to work for it. And that's the only thing we can do. We really we don't hope it will happen. We want to work for it. And then we will see. But it's not a feeling that if you don't inside, it's not a feeling if you don't do it enough. How can that happen? It's just, it's for us. How I said it a couple of times, the first time that we really tried, and not number twenty-nine or something, because this group is like it is in a moment, completely new together, and so we tried the first time and not um, a lot more before. And so, if you try the first time, it's not the last time that you tried. It's only the first time. Sorry to take it back to the um, racist abuse question, but um, how has Mo reacted to that? And uh, do you think it's an issue for him heading into a game against the club? I know you said there's no link, but those supporters were alleged to have been Chelsea fans. I think that's first and foremost nothing to um, to say in public about. So we don't give them the, these 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 people um, more than they deserve. Um, that, we, that we now speak and tell what, what, what one is thinking. The other one. I said what I had to say about it. For me, that's, that's it. Actually, there were official statements from, 
from Chelsea, from Liverpool FC, probably from other um, organisations as well. So uh, I think really a strong reaction is needed. But um, yeah, nothing to say about. Uh, nothing else to say. Eden Hazard against West Ham. He said that. He's played well against Liverpool, of course, a few times as well. Yep. In your time as Liverpool manager, would you say he, or where would he rank as, as an opposition player? Um, oh. <laughs> I mean, there's a really few really good players, but Eden Hazard, we don't have to talk about that. Huh? He's one on, 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 its, on his day. He's, he can be the world's best immediately. Uh, immediately. That's how it is. So, uh, he had a brilliant career, 100%. So far, it's not, it's not over yet. Um, he has, has a lot of things what I like in football. Uh, so, I like his joy. He's kind of cheeky as well. Strong, quick. He's a good player. Yeah, but uh, how all good players, um, they have to play against us as well. So, and we have to try everything to to deny at least uh, a couple of his skills, and um, yeah, that would help us obviously. We take 13 players this time, and two of them play only against Aiden. Um, no, it's uh, the best way to 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 try. I would really say to try to make sure that he cannot um, shine as he is able to. Um, is to avoid passes to him. So it is. Be react a little bit better than maybe other teams did. I don't say it's easy. I really don't say it's easy. Because when he has the ball, it's already pretty much too late. So we have to try to, 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 to read the game, to read the passes and stuff like that. There are a couple of things to do, but at the end, um, uh, yeah, in a 1-1 one -one situation, you can't defend him. Um, should come help from somewhere else. That's what it is. But yeah, I like how I said, I like footballs like this. So. Um, if he plays his best game, we have to deal with that. And if he can make sure that they, they cannot play as good as they um, usually do, maybe, then it's good for us. So we will see. I didn't think one second until I entered this room about 2014. <laughs> Not one second. So, why should, why should I? But what we have in our situation is that we really, we, we, we tried from the first day to play the best season we are able to play. Not, we didn't compare it to any other season. So, because we, we hope just we can put the level obviously on the next level. So, if you want, and that's um, and th that's what happened from time to time. What consistency wise for sure, and all that stuff. Defending wise, a lot of moments, a lot of things improved. It was never we don't compare it. So, how can we say how was it that time? I have no clue. If people, if if somebody listens to you and and uh, and. 
and feels the same like a lot of you feel, then you are nervous immediately. So that's how it is. I'm not nervous. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I feel the intensity of the competition and it's, it's good. But um, in this moment, we see the positive, the positivity of the, of the, of the moment. We never rested there. We always wanted to have to make the next step because it's not, it's not over yet. And um, yes, we are very positive about it. The boys are positive. The training sessions are positive. It's all clear. But still, it's so difficult. It's still so difficult. And if you want to go through without difficulties, you have no chance. So whatever we can do and encourage the players, yes, of course, with all with all the things we do during a week, we try to encourage them to to play big. Just balls, football, if possible, to be really to try everything. Because the, the nice thing in this game is, it's not positive. It's not possible to play without mistakes. It's absolutely not possible to play a football game. So you don't have to worry about them. You only have to deal with them. And uh, so, if something, we will, have, we will make mistakes on on Sunday, 100%. We have to deal with it. We have to sort it. We have to help each other, and then we can win a football game. Nothing else. We. Um, Maybe because it's Chelsea, you make this kind of stories now. I don't know exactly. Um, and we play at home. Last year, nobody asked me about that before the Chelsea game, honestly. Um, we played them at home. So, But for us, it's really, it's really nothing we think about. We are completely focused on the situation now. And um, yeah, hopefully it will work out. I think what I'm trying to say also very well is that <laughs> you, you seem to thrive on the emotion. That's the first thing to thrive on the emotion in a game. You're on the top line. I'm just wondering if this is our team, obviously in your image, and that they embrace that emotion as well and use it as a as a motivator. I don't know. We, we, how is that? We, we, we like the situation we are in. But I don't want to say anything about we do it now like this, and that means in 2014 they didn't do it like that. It's, it was just a, I think it was a different situation. I, how I said, I had no clue. I watched it from Germany and not that intense because we fought ourselves for probably cup final or whatever. So um, that's, that's how it was. So it was not too, too involved in that. But um, it's our situation and we want to, in our basis we created and we want to use it. And yes, we like, I like the emotion of the game and I like the intensity in the game, of course. But we don't have that each second during the week. It's not that we have always this kind of, each muscle is a little bit bouncing or whatever, jumping, we, we cannot wait. We, have, we, have, uh, we are pretty serious in what we are doing. Um, and we, we really we don't do it only because of um, the emotional part of the game, but we like that as well. Okay, David, anything from you? No, no, anything from you? No, what we wish for. It looked really, it looked really good in training and um, in the last couple of weeks. And then um, giving him the, bringing him against Southampton was not really a brave decision, to be honest, because he looked that good in training. And um, and then he played there. The start was not perfect, but then you saw that he. I have no better saying, but he found his feet in that game. Probably it's um, not the right saying, but he got better and better and better. And then it was a really good game. So I really thought it makes absolute sense. Uh, we had enough time to recover between the two games to, to, to do it against Port again. And then you have this wonderful start for him with an early goal. And um, then he showed a lot of the things we will see in the future much more often, I'm sure. And so, um, yeah, it's for him for sure. It felt um, amazing, 100%. He had, he couldn't. I think that the Southampton goal was really emotional. 
for him, and and then you could see the the, the pure joy in the, in the Porto goal. So yeah, good moment. Long may it continue. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.